Suits, welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast about movies, mostly. It turns out, after all these years, that's what we are. Uh, I'm your host, Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Instagram at Alex Falcone. Uh, and I have a great panel with me today. First up, he's at Anthony Lopez Part 2 on Twitter. Uh, Anthony Lopez, welcome back. What did you do for New Year's Eve? Oh, you're killing me. <laughs> I was just fucking with you. No, that's, that's, that's a little uh, technical podcast humor. See what I oh did? Oh, my God. I pretended my audio dropped out again. Oh, um, you just... Oh, you're you know you're me. a bad person. I, you know me. I love I love me some technical uh, humor. Inside practical jokes yeah. that'll make everyone else think there's a technical problem as well. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's... Uh, we got to put a sign at the beginning of the podcast. There was a moment of silence from 104 <laughs> to 108. This minute left intentionally blank. Yeah. Um, I I took it real easy for my oh. New Year's. Me and the wife, uh, we we got a bottle of champagne and we stayed at home. And nice. watched uh, Dick Cloak Presents uh, What's-His-Face's Rockin' New Year's Eve. Uh, <laughs> Ryan Seacrest? Ryan Seacrest? Is it Seacrest? Uh, yeah, is hosting that now. Him and Jenny McCartney, uh, McCarthy, which I wasn't a big fan of, but uh, got to see some fun performances and, uh, you know, watch She's a bunch of people in wearing adult diapers standing in New York all day. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> also joining us today, he's at Carter Street, 42 on Twitter in Seattle, Washington. It's Mr. Stephen Carter. What did you do for New Year's Eve? Uh, I saw some old friends I hadn't seen in a long time. I had Korean barbecue. Ooh. Yeah, you that's know, pretty traditional. Good. Yeah, uh, traditional New Year's Eve. Uh, they do call it the Korean barbecue New Year's. That's what January 1st is. <laughs> yep. That's right, and here's uh, and I'll come up with a good thing to say in response soon. Um, but uh, all the time you need. Great. Uh, I'll take just 20 minutes of silence at this point. Um, but then I, I went home early uh, before midnight so I could uh, uh, be my dog's thunder shirt because she was very scared about the fireworks. It's very sweet. Oh, that is sweet. I know it was really is sad. Th- what is a th- is a thunder shirt? You just hugged her. Well, th- yeah, a thunder shirt is like a tight shirt you put on your dog when it's uh, in scary moments to provide oh. comfort. Um, and I was just, I had to hold her real tight because she was so sweet and scary. I feel like it's proof that all dogs have the sweetest form of autism. <laughs> yeah, I think that's right. <laughs> Where like just gentle pressure is enough to soothe all of their jangled nerves. Yeah, I think that's absolutely It's never... the Temple Grandin hug machine, only it's a little yeah. dog garment. I've never had someone try when I am freaking out to just pressure push me into the ground um, but that might work it's a whole thing yeah it's a whole thing we're being like gently pressed upon is incredibly soothing <laughs> I, i'm gonna try it uh also joining us today at robot caitlin on twitter hi that's me hi caitlin what did you do for new year's eve <laughs> nothing and it was the best i wow. fully subscribed to the new year's at home pop a bottle of whatever you want mm-hmm Alex, we're, we're all comedians. We go out all night. I shut down bars on a Tuesday. Right. I don't need to be out on New Year's Eve. Right, it's that an is, amateur night. That's rookie league shit I, that I don't need. Well, I all. usually do shows, but it's I try to get sets early in the evening so I can go home and just spend midnight at home. Uh, yeah. And it, la- last night we ended up, uh, we, were, we took a flight. My wife and I flew home and landed at like 10 o'clock. Oh, which is nice. weird and very calm at the airport. And then a long train ride home where there was free because they knew everyone was going to be drunk. So they offered yeah. free train rides, which is uh, sweet. But what that really means cool. is the drunkest train you've ever been on. 
Hey, and you I was, don't know what kind of train I've been on, buddy. That's true. Right? That yeah. is true. I've got <laughs> train specifically for that. Right? Pretty offensive, Alex. Man, the, but uh, this one group of like ten really drunk adults came in, and they had a a, a boombox. Not a boom, they had like a Bluetooth speaker playing loud music, and the. T- the conductor pops his head out and is like, you have to turn that off. And then they do, and he slams the door, and then like 10 seconds of silence, and then one of them goes, I think he likes it. And I was like, we're going to just take a train <laughs> home with some really uh, funny drunk people. And it was actually quite enjoyable. They were hilarious. And uh, yeah, and then I had the the, the New Year's moment at home. Um, I was going to mention on, uh, I have this on Instagram if you're interested, but I, I built a uh, confetti cannon this year. That was my New Year's <laughs> Eve. Whoa, that's cool. Uh, out of recycled, I, ju- I just took a bunch of uh, tissue paper from Christmas and shredded it, and then I took a wrapping paper tube and attached it to a hair dryer. <laughs> confetti. Can. Oh man! It worked Ugh. so well. The last couple years, I've made balloon drops out of garbage, which I'm also really proud of. So I've had a, like I've been like pretty aggressive on the home body New Year's. Um, with, I'm into with, it. It's pretty fun. The the if you fill up just a bunch of balloons and you tape newspaper to the ceiling with a string down the middle, when you pull the string, the newspaper tears, the balloons fall, you could make like a pretty fun New Year's garbage balloon drop. I mean, it's that's this is my favorite thing. Is about it New Year's is now. the is the fun outweighed by you having to then clean it up? <laughs> well, uh, it turned out that when you make a confetti cannon out of a hairdryer, you also get to use that like a leaf blower to clean up the confetti right. oh it, which turned out to honestly be i also. pictured that as part of the fun it is yeah it's actually pretty great the balloons are way less fun because the only way to get rid of balloons is by blowing them up and i had no human thunder shirt to calm me down so that was kind of rough <laughs> just <laughs> um, let me know and i'll sit on you i can't wait this is episode <laughs> number 422 of the podcast we have not as many episodes as the n- number of ecstasy pills joshua kelly was arrested with last week in winsboro louisiana he also had 2.5 pounds of marijuana on him at the time. So for a town of only 5,000 people, he really could have helped everyone party at the same time. And we arrested him. Honestly. I know. What a! It seems like a fun... Anthony, how much is 2.5 pounds? I mean, like, it is about 2.5 pounds. <laughs> no, but like... <laughs> what, but what? is it much? <laughs> like, how, is that a... Like, that seems like... Because it's pretty uh, light. Well, yeah, yeah. It's about what is it? It's forty ounces of marijuana. Yeah, yeah. yeah is, I mean, yeah. it's forty ounces of anything. Well, that's yeah. true. It's forty <laughs> ounces. It like like what like how how much party would you get for two twenty five or for yeah for two point five pounds? Uh, of you, which you, drug? Sorry, of which of drug? Marijuana. Now? You'd yeah. get of marijuana. Yeah, you'd get a fair amount. Uh, you got to be careful with the police. Oh, that's a. Police That's a report. lot of party. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. of party. Like I'm not gonna lie. Uh, it's enough that the police would be concerned about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, what you gotta do is look at. Uh, you gotta be careful with things like this because when when there's ever like 2.5 pounds is a a sizable amount, but the way drug statistics work is when they calculate how much money is, they break it down into the smallest sellable size to artificially oh. inflate the numbers. So, oh, so when, when, when they're like, we found yeah. a boat with a street value of ten billion dollars of yeah, marijuana. Yeah, exactly. So what they right, do that is street they take value it, is the scrap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they take it to the smallest sellable amount and then take that average and sell it. So it's actually like, if you were wholesaling it, it's always going to be much lower oh, than if you were doing. So that's the way. That's part of like um, anti-drug propaganda in this country is like that is the rules of how the police 
get those numbers is they make it the most biggest one they can to sound more impressive, to make drugs sound more dangerous, to make something there's more money in it than there really is, that these criminals are doing something worse than they were. It's all right. a part of that machine, you know? I'm not like a, I'm obviously not a huge crusader in this world, but it is really weird to have news stories at the same time of like, this guy got arrested and you, I would assume, sell that in a day or more in your legal business in Oregon. Uh, yeah, we sell a good amount, yeah. Maybe yeah. not pounds a day, but oh, okay. we, we buy pounds a day uh, Wait, sometimes. But if you don't you know? sell them every day, but you buy them every day? Well, you got to buy You guys products. might be running a bad business. Let's if talk a, your business plan. <laughs> yeah. You, you buy products. Like you buy a pound or a half pound at a time. So sometimes you'll buy three or four of those in a day, and that will last you for a few weeks or something like that. You know? Anyway, uh, speaking of people who party, this week uh, we are having... I haven't come up with a good name for it. I was going to call it a pop culture quiz, like pop quiz with culture in the middle. It's a terrible name anyway. And also it's not a quiz. <laughs> it's so bad. I know. It's terrible. <laughs> um, and it's also not a quiz. So it's like wrong on every level. The, but uh, here's what's going on. So it's New Year's Day. Because of the way the holiday works, this is always a weird episode to get scheduled and have everybody get homework done in time. And also... And be sober. I'll be honest about that. I was attending a holiday party before this event. So oh, I... Wow. When I, we were talking about grams and pounds of marijuana, I was really factoring in how much I personally had consumed in the last, you know, five to two hours. So I, we're all just on a tightrope here, Alex. We're I, all just on a tightrope. I'm currently eating a meatloaf, but yeah, go ahead. Oh, that's sick. How many so Man, that sounds how so good. So Can we talk about this meatloaf? Low for a minute, yeah. Alex. Yes. All right. Look, we have a lot of episode to get to, but is there ketchup on top? Is it a house made ketchup? So is a ketchup is there a, balsamic is, is there like on a top? inside? Oh, there's no, there's nothing that fancy inside. It's just so good. Just meatloaf is so good. I remember having yeah, next time you. Like, <laughs> next time you fire up a meatloaf, you and any other listener, just toss a little white bread and a little milk, and then throw that shit in your meatloaf, and then That's... watch it be succulent as all get out. <laughs> That's such a good idea. It's all it takes. It's called a panade. Put it in your burgers for uh, barbecues, too, because then you can make them super well done, and they'll still be good. Ooh. Because nobody, I mean, everybody wants, like, a pink burger, but not at your cookout, where right, the burgers right, right, are right. sitting on your table for, like, two hours, for a question mark amount of time. Right, exactly. Milk, bread, boom, in so your beef, is... and then you grill it, and then it stays moist. So what you guys have huh. enjoyed so far, listeners, uh, is you've had tips about New Year's and tips about... Uh, burgers and other meat products and um, i'm sorry Alex. no 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 I just don't had to throw the no, no, not is, is a valuable tip this is i the whole thing is valuable. the point of today's episode i was going to segue is sort of we're doing tips and we're, we're suggesting things we're answering questions this is a a party episode it's a new year's day party episode and the other thing that contributed to what we're doing today is that i i really enjoy the slate political gab fest podcast and every year they do oh, yes. a new year's new year's eve type um conundrum episode where they answer deep philosophical questions from listeners and i'm super jealous that no one asked me how i would decide who gets eaten if we were on a life raft together and so i wanted to just do like a rip off of that idea but with maybe more movie stuff because it's our anyway this is a party episode i have a bunch of questions for you guys those tips that you already got there's more coming so That's if great. you Aren't into meatloaf or drugs or New Year's <laughs> Eve parties alone. With Turn it off. Get into meatloaf Turn or it drugs. Off. That's the all right. I don't want you to listen to this. <laughs> Look, all of this information is ex- being set up here, and it will pay off before the end of the episode. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. This is all just you know checkoffs. Bills, baby, bills. Yes. Yeah. Someone has kidnapped your family members. <laughs> the only way 
to get them out is if you repeat facts from this podcast. So, yeah, yeah. let's go, Alex. <laughs> Hang on to everything you're hearing. Man, uh, so uh, that's what we're going to do. I have a bunch of stuff to get to. Um, if you want to help pick a topic, uh, we're going to have – we're going back to regular topics next week. You can become a Meat Buddy. Read com slash Meat Buddies. And Meat Buddies get to vote on upcoming topics. So starting next week, it's going to be Jantiquity where we're talking about some good sword and sandal epic movies and some ancient writing. It's going to be really exciting. Meat Buddies, vote now. Everybody else, become a Meat Buddy if you want to vote. Um, so in, in lieu of our major and minor compliments at the top and bottom of the show, I want to hear other recommendations. I w- would assume they would be pop culture, but if they are meatloaf related, if they are cooking related, that's also fine. I would like each of you to recommend one thing and disrecommend one thing. Hmm. Um, Anthony, I'm going to have you go first because I feel like you are the biggest consumer of pop culture of the, the four of us, I'm just guessing. Um, yeah. But kick us off. Recommend one thing, disrecommend one thing, pop culture or otherwise. Uh, so the most recent thing I've seen that I really enjoyed was, uh, uh, The Shape of Water. Oh, yeah. I, I saw that. I really enjoyed that. And, uh, I cannot suggest seeing it enough. It's a very interesting, very, like, very well-made movie. Great performances. And I watched about four minutes of Blight on Netflix and turned it off. Uh, right? so, Bright? Did you Blight? Bright? Is that what yeah, it's yeah. called? It's called Bright, although Blight is a much funnier... That's not like what the Mad what Magazine called, parody yeah. would be. Um, that was... Uh, I, I was immediately just turned off. I planned isn't to get it, back to it, but... Isn't I it just, just grim with Will Smith? Uh, it's a little bit more shadow run, if you know what that is. Nope. Uh, uh, with Will Smith, though, but yes, it's basically just that. Okay. Um, is it Alien Nation, though? Isn't yes, it that show that was already yeah. on? It's yeah. a bit of alienation, yes. Okay. It's I'll alienation see. and shadow run through the auteur lens that brought us Suicide Squad <laughs> and Hush <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, Times. So, so I mean, disre- is that your disrecommend, or do you have a yeah, separate don't, one for that? Don't see that. Don't watch that. Don't give them money. Go see Shape of Water. It's a good thing. It's got a good I, message. I'm so excited for Shape of Water. I've read a lot about it. I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to see it maybe, I think, this week. But um, just, I don't want you to spoil too much. But does the lady fuck the sea monster, or is it not that yeah. kind of movie? You know, every single person who, once you bring up, like, The Shape of Water, like, every co-worker, every customer, every friend I've brought it up with is like, yeah, I thought it's good, but, uh, but seriously, so, uh, <laughs> it, it, I, does, okay. does, does it happen? But I, yes, I, I it's a movie know, when she, uh, lady fucks, fucks an amphibian man, and it's beautiful. Uh, That's I what's think, so you know, weird. I saw the poster and I was like, I was all in on Scientist Lady Fucks a Sea Monster. Just 100%. <laughs> no questions yeah. asked. I'm going to watch that movie. And then everyone was like, Oscar contender. And now I'm confused. Because well, I, I wanted mean, to see that movie when it was garbage. Uh, and now I don't know what to make of it when it's good. So I'm looking well, forward to it. Alex, if you're looking for garbage that involves ladies fucking weird sea monsters, I have a whole category of Japanese animation <laughs> to, to introduce you to. All if, right. you want, if you want to go down that road, I can show you some of that stuff right now. Go to let's, Pornhub.com. No, let's wait till after. Let's wait till after. H-E... No. Um, <laughs> H-E what? H-E what? Read that. You might weep. <laughs> Just, just H-E. It's just all masculine pronouns lead to yeah. that eventually. <laughs> um, Steven, what's your – recommend one thing, disrecommend one thing. Yeah. Is there going to be another one of these segments later? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Good guess. I was going to make the last one smaller. Um, yeah. But, yeah, either way. Okay. Well, uh, 
I'd say my biggest recommendation uh, in terms of surprises and ones that may not be on other people's radar is uh, I really loved uh, the Netflix uh, show Dark. Um, oh, is that the German one? Yeah, it's like the German. It's 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 like it's like Stranger Things and Lost, but extremely German. <laughs> uh, like, cause it, it, it's in it's in German. <laughs> you, yeah, you probably want to watch Germanist. it with subtitles unless you speak German. Uh, you can also watch it dubbed, but if you do that, then you're an idiot. Um, and then uh, it's yeah, it's like it, I don't know. It's just children getting lost in the woods and time and everything. If if you've heard this podcast before and you know you know my sensibilities, and if you agree with them, then you're gonna like the show a lot. I I know that you do love Lost. We talked a lot about Lost, and that I, was really fun. Yeah, exactly. I love kind of like darkish sci-fi interesting ones where there's like probably like four or five different subreddits devoted to dissecting what's <laughs> happening and is this person this other guy from the future or is this person like their kid or you know things like that. Yeah, I just yeah, love yeah. getting into the into stupid dark web. Yeah, exactly. So um I I really liked it. It's 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 hard because it is in German, so it's I think a lot of people are not there's a big barrier to watching it, but I I it was really I was also really sick uh, and on drugs when I watched that, but uh, uh, it was a great weekend. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> did, did you watch uh, The Leftovers? Um, no, but that's on my list of things to oh, get to soon. It's it's really good, uh, especially if you like Lost. Uh, I, I think it's – I'm a big Lost fan, uh, and I, I think Leftovers is one of my, my favorite TV shows. Yeah, I need to, I need to get into that. I'm going to start uh, Leftovers very shortly here. Um but and I, it's you, there's a lot of podcasts where people recommend things, and I just want to put a vote in for this one. And I know you're already here, so preaching to the choir. But here's why: because everything Anthony has really strongly advised me to watch, I have loved. So you guys are getting like listen to this. I just feel like he's got a real high hit percentage. Um, so this is I I can't wait to see it because if this is your favorite show, it's going to be something really worth. It, it is. It is. It was quite. Uh, especially season three and the whole series wrapped up this year and minus twin peaks uh this is probably my favorite thing on tv this year great oh i uh, can't wait um my uh, i'm gonna recommend a weird thing but if you guys know the show you also know my sensibilities this is not gonna hit everybody but if it hits you it's gonna hit you pretty hard which is law and order uk and <laughs> Here, I love it. Here's the I thing about it. it. I've watched all the Law and Orders. I've sampled them all. I might be the only person who watched Law and Order Los Angeles, which I also enjoyed, <laughs> uh, and only lasted a one season. But um, I thought it was quite quite good. I love Trial by Jury, which also only lasts one season. But Law and Order UK uh, has they have wigs, they have barristers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they have their uh, their police people wear bright. Uh, like high vis colors when they're out in the field, which seems really smart for police people to do um, instead of like just Navy. And uh, also it's just really, really good. The acting in it is phenomenal. And it's what, what's fun is that a lot of the episodes are based on episodes of the original law and order, but like redone in a, uh, in a British way. And so when I'm watching everyone's I'll be like, wait a second, I know who did this one. And that <laughs> makes me feel really smart. It yeah. is, just really good but the acting in it is incredible uh of of the law and orders i feel like it's definitely the best acting that they have it's it 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 has much less of the cheese than the american ones especially the la one um yeah i can see that because i mean like british drama just like sets a really high bar for cop shows so if you're going to translate an american like sort of pumping out 22 episodes a week into that then uh oh yeah it's gotta be good 
it's not 22 episodes either because it's British, so it's six episodes a season or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Maybe. So it's got to be so good. <laughs> really oh, yeah. distilled. Um, and then my disrecommend, this I was not planning on talking about, but just happened. Uh, I'm going to disrecommend uh, Five Hour Energy really highly. Um, oh, my God. Alex. <laughs> look, I had a bunch from a show that have been in my cupboard for a little while. And I just was running late and didn't have time to make coffee. And I was like, now is the time. And I only drank half of it. So it's maybe like two and a half hours of energy because I do want to go to bed later. But I have never had a worse tasting thing in my mouth. I don't think. No, adjust to that. <laughs> oh, you've changed my whole game. I had some pop culture thing in mind. God damn it. Now Wait. I have to preach for the virtues of five hour Are you, energy. Do you really? It is horrifying. Oh, I'll swing for the fences on this one. <laughs> What flavor did you have? Do you think there are not options? Okay, well, it was very difficult to get this label off, so it ended up getting torn into shreds. So let me see if I can put this back. It is spirit. not that difficult. It's not childproof. Don't throw this under the bus Actually, like it's a bottle no, of aspirin. You know what? Did, did you drink it oily, or did you soak it in a tampon and stick it up your butt? Because that changes the dynamic, too. <laughs> That's <laughs> oh, true. Oh, we need to talk about our options. <laughs> I was not aware that was something open. There's to so it. many delivery But methods. honestly, there's a super moon. I'm going to need a tampon within the next like five minutes to 24 hours so this does look like raspberry blueberry or strawberry blueberry no that's not a flavor what are you doing <laughs> that's not five hour energy that's it, some bastard knockoff it is i wish i it definitely says five hour oh, energy. I wish oh, I could oh it, this is, label. it is it is and you're just gonna it? say it's five hour energy no 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 Alex, what okay. are you doing? Here's the thing. It, it, the label was, the, the, the seal was so hard to get off, and there was a part where I was tearing, and the word... You said you have a bunch of them. What oh. kind is it? Look <laughs> it up. Um, Megan, can you grab me? Can you grab me a five-hour Don't energy? drag it. No, that's so unfair, It's Alex. so far away. Okay, it's so... no one else's problem but yours. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> oh, well, this one's pomegranate, but I think there were different ones. Okay, pomegranate is a five-hour energy flavor. Yes, but this one's And I think there is a multi-berry flavor. It is, yes. I think yeah, berry, berry does have a few berries on its cover. It does. Here's the thing. I was trying to get the label off. It was very difficult to get the top open, and it said tamper-proof, and I was so mad because I was like, I am not tampering. This is the main way <laughs> to consume this beverage is through the lid. Um, I, I can confirm Look, it was a berry. So there's a strawberry, a raspberry, and a blueberry. And also, I did a pretty good job of putting that label back together because it is in tatters. Anyway, so bad. So tell me, explain to me why I enjoyed this thing that I just thought I well, didn't Well, this enjoy. is now 100% <laughs> my recommend. Buy yourself a five-hour energy because I was among the disbelievers until I was radically converted. And okay, now I am preaching from the mount about the power of five-hour energy. Really, it's a little bit of caffeine and then just a huge, ridiculous dose of B vitamins, mostly B12, and a little touch of niacin, which is what the Scientologists love. Not as It's not as much You're selling as the Scientologists would take. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it is a very relaxing and focusing little vitamin drug thing. Yeah, it's uh, not going to get all the thetans out of you, but it's going to loosen up one or two yes. every time yeah. you take a shot. shake you know? a thetan loose yeah. off the thetan. You're right. not going clear. It'll get you energized to really hold on to that E-meter for the whole ride. <laughs> oh, it's man. just basically a huge dose of B vitamins, and I recommend it, as we are talking on January 1st, as a person who might have had something to drink last night. <laughs> if coffee is an option that feels uh, horrible and vomit-inducing, and if having a little bit of energy and also uh, repleting your supply of vital vitamins sounds good, <laughs> then that's what five hour energy is for. Right. It is, it, it, you're not there for the taste. Plug your nose and stop being a bitch. I'm Take gonna... a shot like everybody else does. 
I was just going to sip it because uh, I didn't want... What are you doing no, you sipping sip it? it? This you isn't a top-shelf not booze it. to be savored. This is some garbage, well-drink, B-vitamin slush. You're just, you're not there for good... Nobody is opening a five-hour energy because they did something right in their life. No. <laughs> it's this sold at the counter at gas stations, place. Alex. Don't enjoy it. It's sold at gas stations and every... I've had to Postmates them because I've had lows. Listen, we all have. I, as a Postmate living my lowest life, have had to drive them to executives that drink them to stay alive. Look, it's we all need them. It wasn't a five-hour energy, but I did have to drive enough smoothies full of things that are full of B vitamins that I Jesus. feel like I qualified to say that. Anyway, yeah. I don't do that anymore. Everything's fine for me. Uh, everything's fine. Well, uh, you, you can still save if you have a pop culture-related thing. I'm not going to make that your full recommendation. It's I, Tanya. Okay. But listen, just take a five-hour oh. energy and then go see I, Tanya, and it'll blow your mind. I just got I, Tanya in the mail cause, uh, from SAG so for me to watch. Do you get screeners, bitch? I, uh, Look at you. Yeah, I know. That's I know. Uh, I'm saying bitch a lot. I'm allowed. It's fine. You're <laughs> welcome to it. I love Allison Janney. And, uh, oh, God. She's so great. And I am fascinated by Tanya Harding. I have skated where she has skated. And I am super interested in this movie. So I'm going to watch that soon as well. I cannot recommend it highly enough. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a documentary, a mockumentary, or a biopic. It's tr- <laughs> it's doing a little bit of all three in the most fabulous way, which is the only option with this story. This yeah. is not a spoiler. You see this in the first minute and a half or something of the movie. It, it, so many people have talked about this so much publicly, and every account contradicts one another. Mm. So there is no public record that you're compiling what is honesty out of just a hodgepodge of mm. people's accounts of what actually occurred. Awesome. It is a fascinating movie from a structural point of view. It's also just a super fun story. Uh, fun is maybe the wrong word for a story in which another person gets hit in the knee really hard, but it, we all, it's still fun. Just enjoy the ride. Okay. Also, she gets hit in the face. She does. There's a trigger warning for anyone who is concerned about domestic violence, which should be everyone. There are a couple hard scenes to watch. But there's something I appreciate about a movie that's going to depict a situation like that, wherein a man is taking advantage of a woman physically, where uh, there is not a frame of that film in which I don't think he would lose a straight up, his, her, her husband would straight up lose a fist fight to her. Like, she oh. is one of the most powerful athletes in she the is, world. Yeah, she's incredible. I happen to see it with a Q&A with the director, screenwriter, and Margot Robbie, because I live in Los Angeles, and sometimes even when you're broke, ridiculous and great things happen to you. Uh, oh, look at you. Be- so I was here for were? the screener. It was so great. Uh, you can say it. It's okay. I gave no, you a pass at least three times in this episode. At uh, least three, so I have to I have to do it. I, That's yeah, a floor. If you don't use them, you have to use them all at the end. So you use... <laughs> You can either fit them in, like, sporadically, or you can literally have it be the last three things you say on this podcast. Oh, man, I don't know if I, I'm not comfortable with this at all, uh, but we'll see yeah. what happens. I mean, uh, you're the one who just opened the door and invited it on yourself. I was just so. trying to do a little, like, you know, what she did was trying to... Okay, so I so yeah. much to get I, to. I appreciate it. This is uh, lo- art. Sorry. This is already a good uh, party episode, right, you guys? We're having fun. This is why we're here. So here's what I want to do. It's so good. Questions from the listeners. I got a bunch of them, uh, and they're all good. And I'm like, I'm blown away. I put every single thing that someone sent me down on this this prep sheet because I want to talk to all of them, talk about all of them. Um, but I, we won't have time, so I'm going to get to. Let's jump in. Let's jump in. Um, yeah. Where do we want to start? Uh, oh yeah, so this is from Robin Bennis, what uh, on Twitter? Uh, what live animated or video cam- game character did you first have sexual fantasies about? 
Wow. Yeah. What? I don't so, know, man. It depends on early animated it, or video. Yes, yeah, a bit. Yeah, pretty broad. Um, uh, we could narrow it down if you have too many first sexual fantasies talking about. It. I <laughs> the the I mean the thing that jumps to mind. I don't even know how sexual it was, but just like uh, a, a show that I watched because I thought the girl was pretty was Alex Mack. Uh, oh thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought she was. I thought she was. She was real cute when I was a kid, and also I liked that she could go under doors. That seemed like a cool power. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's. <laughs> You were sexually attracted to her her gelatinous state. <laughs> I would not say that was her peak uh, sexual yeah. attraction. Was when she was a puddle, but it was part of the package. I was into. Wondered it's, why you always had erections when we watched uh, Odo on Deep Space Nine. I don't get that. <laughs> That's a joke for people at home. Uh, it's fine. Just move past <laughs> it's it. Definitely not for me. <laughs> I. But every time it rains, I think of her. Mm, that's sweet. I know you went for Deep Space Nine reference instead of Rain, which a lot more people have experience with. But <laughs> Yeah, but I don't want to deal with those people. I want to deal with the people who are in that Deep Space Nine sweet spot. Who else has a... Has a or I love the idea of animated or video game more than live. Uh, I just can't think of one off the top of my I head. I mean, we are like the Laura Croft generation. You know, like that. I never had that experience, yeah, but I, I know either. a lot of people that did have... I feel like sex icons in games is way lesser than it used i mean i guess that's probably not true because just enough overwatch porn out there probably for anyone but uh what do i have to type i'm on pornhub tell me what to type (laughs) (laughs) honestly hampton yount comedy special what hampton yount put his comedy special on pornhub and you can find it also the big sick uh the amazon film featuring Gianni. I did. Oh, it's on I, Pornhub. I did hear that. Uh, I, I read an article. The a, whole film. I read a blog. It's under so- interracial. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's pretty funny. I did hear that a lot of people were putting up bootleg Hamilton videos on Pornhub. Oh yeah. That's it. like the best place to find those right now. I, I mean. Love it. Oh man, I I I guess sort of a relevant recommendation to to Pornhub is, um, which sounds like a great setup, but was the um, the the podcast series. Uh, uh, the Butterfly Effect with John Ronson, which hmm. is about Pornhub and like all of the the parts of the world. But anyway, he was he's a, a, a British writer who's very very funny, and it's a great podcast. Anyway, no one cares. Here we go back to back to work. Uh, uh, I, do you Steven. want an answer? Or are we done I'm, with this one? I'd love an answer. Um, this is a weird one, but you know that uh, that poster for that you see at uh, like gyro restaurants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of, yeah, like heroes of, of heroes. No, but yeah, but it's like there's usually like I remember in the eighties there's this one of this like this uh <laughs> this like brunette lady holding this a euro. Is, this is not what I was expecting. No, I, but I, I distinctly remember her. Yeah, that that's my answer. Anyway, next question. Oh man, I know who I, I just Googled Euro poster lady and I see the lady she's got a great smile. Right? Thank and you. And she's in a lot of these, so I'm assuming yeah. it's the same one. I'm sure it is. Man, all right. A lot of uh, Kaylin, do you have do you have a memory of a first pop culture oh, icon? Oh, it's Maverick and Top Gun. Oh. Sorry. Yeah, yeah I, I do. Yeah. Uh, I did not know that the volleyball scene was homoerotic. I just assumed that it was a lot of kind of hot shirtless dudes or dudes that were supposed to be hot to me when I grew up yeah. uh, playing volleyball. And it worked. Uh, Homoeroticism's really in the eye of the beholder, you know. <laughs> that is true. That's true. Like, if you're not getting that out of there, then that's not there, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, the young at that like, age. 
preteen. That's when yeah. I would have done it. Like ten to thirteen is when Top Gun would have snuck its way into my consciousness as yeah. a as a as sexual fodder. And yeah. It was Maverick. And, and that were... weird makeout in the... They have and... a very dark, blue-lit yeah, makeout gonna... scene. I was just going to say, having sex in the bluest light ever. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so much tongue. I really... Yeah, I'm yeah. sure I was terrible at kissing for kind of a long time because of Top Gun. I think a lot of people were. Because that movie implies that the whole role of kissing is to just press your tongues against each other with your lips fully agape. Just it yeah. open a, your mouth as wide as you can, and then press your tongue onto yeah. the tongue of another human. And then whoever and that's kissing. And then you and you you both push back and forth, and whoever makes the most progress, it's sort of the opposite of a a, a tug of war. It's a push of it, war. It's <laughs> like a Harry Potter Harry Potter wizard duel. Yeah, like, you know yes, when yeah, the wand like, yes. lights are just yes. going back and you're forth. You're just pushing each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what you want to do. With your yes. Things. Man. Man, I am old enough to have it feel creepy that you took it to Harry Potter. <laughs> Oh, I think. But I'm I y- understand it. I'm there's just something that, that there's. Uh, let's see. Oh, so we play a lot a game on the on the show a lot called uh, "How Would You Fail to Survive," where we uh, discuss how we would die in a given universe. We had mm-hmm. two, so uh, at Zach McFly on Twitter um, said, "In which pop culture universe would you survive the longest?" Similar mm. question from uh, Sam on on Facebook, who also said, um, "In what created world would you flourish?" So I like I like. Both of those. So, in what what created universe would you flourish the best? What, I guess, what world would you love to live in? And do you think your skill set of life would be pretty good at? Yeah, man, uh, I honestly wish I had a fans- faster answer to that. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Hmm. Steven, do you you've, you're as a big Star Trek uh, watcher? Do you, would yeah. you do well in that world? Would no, you do well in I, space? No, I would I would join Starfleet and then like throw up on the the ride over yeah, to Starfleet and then absolutely. get kicked out of Starfleet. So no, but it is a utopia. So just by like it's like you know I probably survive just because like they have a lot of uh, good social safety net. So I, I'm, I'm sure. I, I mean, I've always thought like imagine being like the first day in Starfleet. You get on the bridge or whatever your ship is, and you look over and you see you clearly have not the iconic like lead captain, but the captain who's like ship gets destroyed in the first yeah. ten minutes of another episode. <laughs> this is like, just fuck. Being, like God, I'm on the red shirt ship. Yeah. I'm on the red ship. I knew it. I, I, I feel like I'm motion sick enough that I any space movie, as much as I would love it, like I would just be constantly throwing up and ruining people's day. Yeah. Um, but I do think that at least in Star Trek, I could be like, please give me anti-nausea medication, and the ship would like create it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't watched Canada a lot of it. Yeah. Anti-nausea medicine. What? Like you just say, computer. Yeah, that's what I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that much about it. I well, yeah, I feel like it, that's the the future. What like the space like Star Trek more than Star Wars. Star Wars doesn't feel like they have anti nausea medication or any time for me. So they no. would just like I don't know. I feel like I would try to work for the Empire and then fall off when there's no handrails somewhere. Eh, yeah, definitely not work out of, there. A lot of OSHA violations. Yeah, so many. Oh man, that place. Um, yeah. I found I. I think, if I can toss one out there, please. Uh, it, every New Year's, you should watch Twilight Zone. You should watch all of the Twilight Zone. Just oh. do that every New Year's. Oh, geez, okay. Uh, it's there is. I think it's sci-fi that used to do a marathon, and it was terrific. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. do it on your own now because it's all on Netflix. There's yeah, the idea of a marathon called... is so weird right now. Right, I know. Every day uh, is my own marathons. 
Well, save your Twilight Zone Netflix binge for New Year's. There's an episode called The Most Unusual Camera. Where uh, they a few oh, folks yeah. get a camera that takes a picture into the near future, Ooh. so you can see what you're you, you get a little insight, and it falls into the hands of Petty Crooks, who managed to take pictures enough to get enough money, but also you know everybody gets their own in Twilight Zone. They don't right. they don't win, uh, and I'm not going to spoil why or how. I'd like to think that I would do much better in that situation, and this mm. is so very narrow. But I would say that I watch a lot of Twilight Zone episodes, wondering what I would do better or differently, and that was the one that was like, "Well, come on, I think I could nail this. <laughs> I, I think I would slow down and at least." The, I will spoil a little part of it. There's a, a big hint on the camera itself how long you will have the camera. <laughs> oh, like it, the, the camera itself tells you how long it will be in your hands and what you could do. Like. Really, the confines of your world are, are defined right there for you, as long as you know enough French to figure it out. And oh, I don't, French. but no, I'm dead. I would have asked someone, even in <laughs> uh, even if I didn't have Google, I would figure out how many pictures I would get to take with my future-telling camera. Oh. It was just the episode I wanted to be in the most, because yeah. I think I could have done it better than the people inside of it. I like that. Yeah, I love, I love the idea of a place where you feel like you'd even do better than the characters. The, oh man, five characters in search of an exit. Watch that one for an episode in which I would have no idea what to do and would be terrified. Hmm. All right. Anyway, Twilight Zone. It. Another high recommend. Watch Twilight Zone all the time. Everything in pop culture is based on it. Almost everything written in the '90s for, or 2000s is written by a dude who like stayed up late one night and got to watch an episode of the Twilight Zone that terrified him. And then later in life, he became a writer. And wrote an episode of the show he was working on that kind of worked out the Twilight Zone that he was afraid of. It is usually men. I don't mean to make it like that. It is. I feel fine. The Simpsons is full of it. Breaking Bad has a Twilight Zone. They all have Twilight. Everybody has a Twilight Zone episode. I just figured it out. Uh, it is uh, Wally. I would be really good on those chairs. Oh, oh man, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, yeah, That's yeah. That's better. That's where I was going to. I was thinking the prisoner, and I would just like be kidnapped, oh. put into a retirement camp, and just. Enjoy Have it. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just I'm be not fine there. Yeah. I mean, except for when the guy like tries to shove you full of drugs and keeps calling you number three over what? and over that again. Sounds that sounds amazing. Get... What are you talking that, about? That's exactly <laughs> right. That's yeah. God, how nice would that be if somebody were to call me number three while I'm high as fuck? <laughs> oh, that sounds so nice. I the only part of the Wally chairs that I would be bad at is the like the idea that this is a movie that's like really mad at people who sit around and watch TV all the time. And, uh, like, consume things when it's also a movie that is to be consumed. But uh, I like floating chairs so much. That idea I cannot get enough of. And I feel like I'd be good at just consuming things floating around. And they, like, they move so you could, like, float, like, far. You could, like, kind of race on the chairs, which is what I've always wanted to do is just like, office chair yeah. racing. They're like flying cars and You can just do that. Chairs. Well, but flying is what I'm saying. Like, it's like office okay, chair fair. racing, but you, with no bouncing which would make me you know motion sick so fair i'm pretty into that anthony did you have I, one i mean they're like so I, i'm trying to think of like a universe because there's things like if you're in like the alien universe you don't necessarily have to be on the one chip with aliens on it like there's just really nice places of that universe you could oh, be in you know that. what i yeah. mean yeah uh so like uh like a science fiction universe like that like i would love to be 
rich as hell in the Blade Runner 2049 <laughs> universe, you know? I guess like, you could just say I'm rich world... in that universe. That makes everything yeah. a lot easier. Well, like, uh, in the Is off there a universe colonies... you don't want to be rich in? I mean, that's just rich. That's That'll do point. it. <laughs> but, like, off-world colonies in the Blade Runner universe, I think I could get behind. Totally. Uh, I just don't want to be on Earth in it, because that would be in a bummer. Yeah, uh, the rain. Yeah, a lot of rain. End up like those kids in San Diego. I don't need that in my life. A lot life. of Atari advertisements. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. We gotta. We gotta keep going. Let me do. Like. Let's. Let me try to get to a couple more quick, and we, we'll have a lightning bonus round too, where we'll nail a bunch of them really fast. Um. Uh. Oh. Oh. Uh. No, I'm gonna move that down. Sorry. Sorry. We're doing great. Um. Big question. What non-Star Wars, non-Star Trek robot? Do you wish was your friend when you were 10 i'm gonna broaden that out thank this is david on twitter uh and i brought it out what do you have a character non-sexually that you would have loved to have been buds with when you were you a guys, kid you guys ever watch flight of the navigator yes you know the the robot spaceship buddy and that that was I always do. a big thing when i was a kid uh Kiwi herman yeah i i would love uh uh, uh something like that yeah <laughs> i was a. Yeah. Uh, I was pretty obsessed with um, Marvin, uh, the from uh, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy books. Oh, when I was growing, I've used a depressed android or yeah. depressed robot. So I was, I I really like that. It probably would have been annoying, but I like when I I was like a fucking annoying precocious ten year old. So I was like, oh, I bet he'd be my friend. <laughs> I was also pretty lonely. So anyway, uh, next, <laughs> who else has one? <laughs> I, I I don't. I I you know this wasn't out when I was a kid, but uh, I definitely think one of the best shows I, I've seen in the past like ten years or so. Or definitely, if I was a kid, would have been my favorite is Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh. Uh, so I say to the last two questions: one world I could live in, it would be that one. Oh. Uh, and if I could have one friend, I'd have my own Appa, because that would be amazing. Do you have, uh, like, what would be... Okay, next question. I'm just going to go. Uh, which which X-Men power would you like the most and the least? No jumpers. Okay, no takers. Like, re- like real power? X-Men power. You know, like, I... No, I, I, I... <laughs> Like, yes. how real do you want no, them I to mean, be? I mean, like, canon in the X-Men universe, and then which X-Men universe, oh, Alex? Well, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Brian on tw- on Facebook did not specify for me. Uh, open to you. Whatever right. you want. Pass. No. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you uh, got me. Uh, probably, uh, honestly, probably Wolverine. I, I, the super healing would be pretty fucking yeah. awesome until it's not. And Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Wolverine, Xavier, any of, like, the... Anything that's not the Beast, I guess, because, like, yeah. being really smote at the cost of being, like, I gotta look like this. Like, even Nightcrawler, at least, like, he looks how he does, but he has, like, one of the coolest abilities in there, yeah. so it kind of evens out. Beast is just uh, a stronger dude. Who's, <laughs> like, like, really really smart. Has yeah. to sound like Kelsey Grammer and yeah, look like he, that. Like, that's he, not... He has no defense from a gun. Like, you yeah. don't want to be an X-Men that can still get shot by a gun. Oh, man. X-Men who gets shot and, like, is hurt? That seems like a bummer. It definitely <laughs> right. feels like you'd get picked on in X-Men lunchroom. <laughs> Look at Alex got shot again. What an uh, idiot. What an idiot. He doesn't have <laughs> gun-bending powers. I don't know any of... Can you give, give me more uh, powers to choose from? Because I don't know. 
Uh, I don't know Cyclops what all of them. has lasers out of his eyes. Uh, Storm. Do any of them turn into puddles? <laughs> Odo from Deep Space Nine. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Caleb, do you what, I, I mean, do you have a power that you, you like from X Men or guessing that X Men have them? No, I would have been friends with Calvin and Hobbes, but I, oh, I mean, nice. I'm pleasantly not mutated, and I'll happily live in awe of those who are. I don't need one of those powers. I, I, uh, I was thinking a lot. I was talking about animal powers with my wife the other day. Not powers, like just normal animal skills, I guess. And, uh, and, and I, I would like, I would just like to be able to jump twelve feet. Like I don't, I don't even think flying is that interesting. Up or like out. Up. Like a uh, long jump or a vertical. No, I guess twelve, so total, so I could go like up ten and over two. Wow. Okay. <laughs> or whatever that is, Pythagorean wise. Like I just, I would just love to be able to jump on top of a small house. <laughs> without too much work like just man that would be i just like flying even seems like a waste of energy i've been i've been publicly anti-flying on this show many times before i'm not interested in flying i want to jump stupid you're so wrong what (laughs) you're wrong what no no it is cold in the sky end of story but it's cold on the ground sometimes and we take precaution so it's you're fine. just gonna fly around in a ultralight down coat all the time have you seen some of the shit any power makes it's fine <laughs> <laughs> okay also do you know how hard jogging is imagine how much energy you expend flying and you'd be sweating you'd be sweating and cold at the same time which are, is the worst state your body can be in are you saying that birds are constantly out of breath is that is that your <laughs> your thesis here I think they probably are. But imagine if birds had my weight structure. I mean, they would okay. be so exhausting. Well, don't imagine it too hard. It's gross. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I, I feel like all the flying would just be like, it's like you're constantly sprinting in a cold, cold wind. Well, but I think the wind takes it. Oh, I mean, it's. Uh, yeah. Okay. Fine. This isn't worth it. Cold sweat. <laughs> <laughs> you're wrong. Everybody knows it. I think you just want to jump. I think everyone just wants to be able to jump onto stuff. I mean, if you could, like, you know, like the way the Hulk basically flies by just jumping really far. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'd be okay with that. I'd, like, so I'd split that. the difference and be like, oh, if I could just jump like a state over at a time. Yeah, I'd do that. Not a I'd whole rather state. take that than fly, you know? And I, I mean, you know, it's like if you're overpowered in the universe, like this is a universe where people aren't that great. So like if you could fly, you're also too cool for everybody. But if you could just jump that like you'd be pretty like people wouldn't hate you. They wouldn't they would think you were cool. They wouldn't like exercise you from society because you were so good. They'd be like, your fears about this, Alex, are so yeah. telling. I know. I was just thinking like, what happened to you in junior high or middle school? Like, I, who hurt you so bad, Alex, that you don't want to fly? I could tell you their names and I could also tell you that I looked them up, I looked them up on Facebook recently, assuming they had all like all, their bad deeds had caught up with them and they're all doing fine. Yeah, and that was yeah. super bummer for me. That's usually the way, dude. That's usually the way. <laughs> Welcome to 2018. And they can all fly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're oh, all airline pilots. You got razzed. <laughs> you got razzed by a bunch of airline pilots when you were a kid, and you're like, oh, "That's what it sucks." Is. Yeah, I don't need to fly. I can jump. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> no, fuck you. I don't. I don't want my wings, airline pilot. I'll just jump anywhere I go. 
This week's episode is brought to you by Amazon.com. I got several messages from people who said they bought all their Christmas presents using Amazon.com, and I can't think of it as enough. It uh, really makes a huge difference to us. It's one of the easiest ways to contribute to the show. If you just go to Amazon.com, A-M-I-N-A-Z-O-N.com, each time you want to buy stuff on Amazon, it's just simple redirect, and we get a small portion. It's our little affiliate link. So uh, go to Amazon.com, buy whatever you're going to buy on Amazon. Everything's all the same, except we get a very small portion. But it really helps keep the show floating down the tracks. So thank you to everybody who's been doing that, and thank you to everybody who keeps it up. Amazon.com. Not technically a violation of the terms and service. Now back to the show. Now it's time for lightning bonus round. We're going into the lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Here we go. We gotta finish this shit up. I'm gonna burn through some faster questions. Uh, and I'm sorry I didn't get to everybody. This is just it's too good. Okay, uh, real quick. Uh, Daniel on on uh, Twitter says, Mary fuck kill. Wicket the Ewok, Sebastian the Crab, and Rufio. Wait, like from Hook? Mm-hmm. I assume. Or you could pick a different Rufio. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to fuck a lesser Rufio. Somebody to choose from. <laughs> uh, so it's an Ewok, it's a Ruf- It's Rufio, and who? I'm sorry. And who, Sebastian who? the Crab. Oh, God. Well, I'm going to kill... A- I'm going to kill that fucking Ewok, because it's him or me. We know that about Ewoks. (laughs) Oh, man. I am so against that decision. You kill Sebastian, you get crab legs. You kill an Ewok, what do you get? What? Okay. Banta steaks. What are you talking about? Did you not see the holiday special? And I have never seen... There's no item dropping in this. (laughs) (laughs) I never saw Sebastian. The first thing he do was try to eat what he came across, like, as a person. That's the first thing we're introduced to the Ewoks is doing. Like... They they eat people. That's uh, what they do. We gotta be careful with them. Obviously, marry the Ewok, kill the crab, and fuck Rufio. No doubt about it. Wow, bold. Very quickly, Anthony. Yeah, if mean, you're gonna kill the Ewok, I get it. But now, who are you fucking, the Rufio well, or the crab? Is, you can't. I couldn't marry uh, Rufio because I can't be with someone who has more ambition than I do. Uh, <laughs> That and, is funny you know, and also definitely not true. <laughs> yes. Your wife has way more ambition than you do. Yes, uh, but yeah, I just I can't I can't be competing for the leader of the Lost Boys with with my partner. You know, um, and I could total I I could I mean not a partner right? You're just you're just fucking him. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's why you fuck him. Not I assume you marry the crab if in your yeah. situation. Unless anyone wants to make the case for uh, a little a little crab love. Oh no! Yeah. No, this is the worst chop basket I've ever heard. Yeah. Sebastian's <laughs> dying. Wait, do you do you think that in Mary Fuck Kill you don't fuck your married pro, like partner? Like you oh, still? Yeah. It's not like I you mean, have to consummate the marriage. I mean, not for very long, right? Just for the first few months, and then you can kind of taper off. It can have less passion, <laughs> or, or it, the passion will die over time. Right. Also, I think I would let Sebastian if if we were, if I was married to Sebastian, which I wouldn't because I've already killed him. But if I was married to Sebastian, I would let him explore his his sexuality with other crabs. You know, if that's what he's into. You would probably also get a citizenship to the ocean. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's All a right. really good point. Now I'm in, I'm more interested in that. You can finally <laughs> have legs, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> but the podcast is gonna be really awkward if I can't talk. Um, <laughs> All right, Matthew on Facebook asks, what's the first movie you ever remember seeing? Batman. 
Tim Burton's Batman is the first movie <laughs> I remember seeing. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, I think the movie I, the first movie I put into a VCR myself was Swiss Family Robinson. Ooh, yeah, that was, I watched that a lot as a kid. I have no idea how to do first. I, there's a kind of like a, a group of VHS that we had at the same time. Yeah. Um, I definitely remember watching like a a live action but like filmed on stage version of Peter Pan. Oh wow! That we had like taped from TV. Oh my god! Yes, I uh, yes. Wait, I had that. Yes. Yes, yes, it's a real thing. I mean, we're not just weirdos. Yeah. It wasn't pirated. But yeah, yeah, we watched that a bunch of times. I watched that too. Also, probably... I can tell you that one Christmas, my fa- in my single digits, my dad got... We just got a VCR, so my dad got uh, two uh, VHS tapes. He got the same gift from both my stepmom and from my aunt, his sister. It was two copies of the same movie, Blazing Saddles and Airplane. So we had two wow. copies of Blazing Saddles and Airplane. Wow. That's good. Because two women in my dad's life knew that those were the two VHS tapes that he knew he <laughs> needed. <laughs> so I have been watching both Blazing Saddles and Airplane on sort of repeat just for 30 years. And, and at least Airplane probably holds up. They both do. Blazing Saddles holds up. Oh, really? Don't... Oh, okay. absolutely. Doesn't it have like a 12-minute yeah. fart scene? Well, it's... the 12-minute fart scene is part of the delight. But it's one of the examples of like, on a, it's comedy that walks the type or the the tightrope and actually executes it perfectly. Yeah, it is not supposed to work, and it works a hundred percent across the board. Yeah, like one of my biggest pet peeves of like um, anti PC like fucking people on the internet always use the the, the straw man of like, well, Blazing Saddles could never get made today. And it's like, well, if they... If no, Jordan was... Peele would make it. A totally yeah, different person right. would make it, but yeah, it and... would get made today because it's brilliant. Yeah, exactly. It could. Like, it would just... You would have to take, it, like, things into consideration. Like, it would have to be done responsibly, like Blazing Saddles was. Like, you absolutely could make a movie with that kind of impact, with that kind of humor, and, like, that kind of bite today. Like, we didn't oh, lose right. anything, you know? All right. Uh, maybe this is a follow-up from Hannah. Uh, what's the first R-rated movie you saw? Terminator 2. And Whoa. how did it, how did you find it? Like, oh, how, how it's was it? it's, <laughs> it's like my it's it's. Uh, yeah, what's going uh, on in the second one? I've only seen no. Um, well, the robot learns that you know that there's hope and what love is. He learns the love. And, oh, good. And that if the robot can learn the love, maybe we can too. Um, Man, no, but answer earlier question. Robot no, friend, it, Terminator for sure. Yeah, robot friend yeah, for sure. Uh, but no, it's I I think Terminator Two is like one of most perfect movies but did it, like, it, it is, it is my it, favorite movie it's totally yeah. good did, did it shock you i guess the r-rated yeah I mean, yeah I mean it's it's not really that i mean definitely is like when i think back i saw it way too young yeah um and i so i, I don't remember what the impact was like i've only i've never lived in a world in which like terminator 2 isn't one of my favorite things ever made you know what i mean <laughs> like i i can't imagine i can't I've seen it so many times that I, I can't, like, remember what it was like. I just remember seeing it very, very early on and being like, this movie's amazing. Yeah. Well, I, I think my first one was The Rock. And oh, I was good. I thought it was very exciting. There's, like, this dry-humping topless scene that's really exciting for a, ch- a child to see. And also, uh, uh, it was, like, the things that I liked about it then are kind of a cheese fest to me now, but in a way that I love also now. So... It holds up, but it's it's in the way that's like it's changed, but maybe for the better. 
I don't know. Alex, was I on an episode where we talked about The Rock? Yeah, we did. We did. Because I didn't know that fact about you. I did not know that it was the first R movie you saw, and you were uh, very interested in its dry humping features. (laughs) I didn't know that. Yeah, sometimes I leave leave some of the powder dry. I leave something on the table where to bury sort of a, well, headline is a, we'll not let that be a pun. I'm sure. That was a couple of Rocktobers <laughs> ago, but we def- I think probably the first Rocktober we watched that. Um, what was yours, Caitlin? Um, I was too scared to watch R-rated movies until I was old enough to understand them. I had to stop watching Halloween specials after the Garfield Halloween special. Yes! Oh my god, away. I was going to mention that. <laughs> Isn't it scary? Wait, how were you going to mention? Under what context was that going to come up? Of the R-rated movie or the first thing I remember watching. I am watching. so glad. Honestly, no one. I, I bring it up because it cracks me up that Garfield scared me. But I feel like it was legitimately scary. There was like a scene right? there. Wow. This has been etched into my memory. And I haven't seen it since I was maybe two or three years old. But like I remember ghosts coming from like I want to say a pier or something. Like coming yes. towards the screen. And it was like the scariest thing that's ever happened to me in my entire there life. There is also a very scary fireplace. <laughs> that's the thing that got me i remember a fireplace yeah oh. man yeah man yeah no it was so traumatizing i should find that steven do you have your... all of my first r-rated movies were comedies and those don't count because my yeah. house didn't care about words i said so there was nothing about the comedy that was shocking to me so by the time i got to see like our movies that were like boom boom pow pow slash slash or whatever i was like oh i understand this contextually and no longer is this shocking or interesting Definitely one of my, probably my second or third R-rated movie was A Clockwork Orange. Which, oh, God. Which, oh, wow. <laughs> well, no, it's funny because, like, my memory of it is, like, that movie has a lot of nudity in it. Like, that's what I remember. as like it does. The, Not the context of the nudity? Yeah, I, I, maybe that's yeah, for the best. This is how young I was, is the context of the nudity completely skipped me. I was like, oh, that guy's in a bath and there's naked people around. That's what I remember of my first view of that movie. Like I don't know how that happened. I was maybe I just saw one boob and just like passed out for the rest of the movie. I don't well, know what happened. I mean, you had recently seen The Rock, so you were coming off that high. Still, yes, you've been to the mountaintop. Right, right, you know? Yeah, you like, need, need... see Nicolas Cage rub against the nomin- uh, some actress I can't remember now, which is probably for the best. <laughs> yeah, you just. Yeah, I mean, after you've seen a, a grown man vomit green, like, oil water, really <laughs> yeah. nothing else is going to shock you ever again, you know? Uh, Honestly, Sean Connery swims in that movie. I don't know uh-huh. how anyone's sexuality could be intact after being shattered <laughs> by that sight. Oh, man, the, the vomit, though, with the... Oh, man. Okay, so uh, last one, lightning bonus <laughs> round. Uh, Helen asks, what movie from your childhood, or, like, I'm going to say TV show, too, that you saw had a joke that went way over your head then, but you understand now? Oh my god! Mm. The entirety of Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah, can, do you remember a yeah. do you remember a specific joke? Oh man, I'll have to work on it. I, I'll give you one. Circle to, back. Let you guys. I'll say something while you guys get your b- blood pumping. Um, the first thing that comes to mind is this uh, moment from Animaniacs, mm. where they are you know, they're they're being detectives, and uh, what I think Wacko is like, uh, or one of them is like, we have to we have to we have to dust for prints. And one of them holds up Prince, the musician, <laughs> and then and then Dot is like, no, 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 fingerprints, fingerprints, and then he looks at the camera and he's like, okay, but I'm he's not gonna like it. <laughs> fingerprints, which is a that's so good. Such a I good know the, the cartoon of Prince is just perfect. It's so good. Yeah. I can see it it's, that is such oh, a man. dirty joke, and I had no idea what it meant. It's unbelievably dirty. <laughs> I know, isn't that it's so good? 
I had no idea what they were doing at the time. And going back, like, man, I like my mom might have like been upset about how dirty that was, but that is hilarious now. It's so funny. Great job. There's Jackson. a uh, throwaway gag in one of the earlier Simpsons, uh, Simpsons episode when they go by a, like a a food stand that's called Sneeds Feed and Seeds, and there's a <laughs> sign underneath it that just says "Formerly Chucks." Uh, <laughs> I didn't get it for like until a few years ago. I we saw that episode. I was like, "That's a dirty fucking joke on TV." <laughs> I oh man. Well, let's just assume this is on behalf of the listeners who are also not on board. I don't get it yet. Uh, uh, Chuck sucks and fucks. It doesn't actually make any sense because why would a store be called that? But that's <laughs> oh, it's yeah, right. Yeah, it's yeah. it's yeah. literally yeah. just an, oh okay yeah yeah. It's like they changed a, the rhyming of it. Yeah yeah. yeah I it's, see. it's something I see. like it literally doesn't make any sense in the universe. It's just a way to make the audience member think sucks and fucks. Yeah. Like it's just a way to oh, plant an that. idea in an audience member's minds. They uh, uh, uh right, inceptioned right, right. you with that dirty yeah. word. Oh, that's great. That's really fun. I just two years ago did comedy in a venue a gay bar uh well it was a gay bar called the back door and it was literally as i was walking on stage that i understood the name (laughs) (laughs) oh i get it so i definitely am aware of all those jokes happening but i cannot recall like i i can say that my parents only forbid me, my dad and my stepmom only forbid me to watch one show and it was Kids in the Hall. And years later oh. as an adult, I asked, why couldn't I watch that show? It's like my favorite thing. It's so inspirational. I love it so much. And he, like, what about it was too dirty? Is it that one of them was gay? What's the big deal? Like confronting my dad, mm-hmm. like you censor. <laughs> and my dad was like, oh, this had nothing to do with censorship. You were just too young to get it. And no. it was too funny to stop and explain it to you. So for one half hour of the fucking week, we made you go to bed so we could just laugh at a show without explaining every joke to you. That uh, makes which me I so happy. Now. Oh my god! I oh, wanna, it's the sweetest thing. I want to heavy blanket your dad. I know, and he's right. I didn't get it. There's so much about that show. Kids in the Hall is hilarious if you're three, six, nine, twelve, yeah. fifteen, <laughs> eighteen, yeah. twenty-one, twenty. It'll just be for different reasons every year. Yeah. I, on the topic of jokes that I didn't get, but re- until recently, um, I just like within the last month figured out what uh, when someone says "see you later" and the other person says "not if I see you first. Like for my whole life, I thought that meant um, because I have seen you, you won't have to like like I'm the first one to see you. So you're not like I see you. You're like I already saw you. I thought it was just that cute. I only, like, within the last few weeks, realized that meant if I see you, I'm going to leave. Yes, yes, it Which does. is so... Also, if somebody, Alex, if somebody says, see you next Tuesday, they're not saying that one, something nice. That one I knew. That one I knew. Uh, but, man, not if I see you first is so much meaner than I ever knew. <laughs> and I love it that it's just so common for people to say this just horrible thing to each other. It's just the shorthand joke that everybody says, and it's like, well, but... If you see me, we should still hang out. I still like you. Yeah, I, I was a bit older for this, but I, I remember there's a there's a joke in Stuck on You, that really bad Fairly Brothers movie, mm-hmm. when uh, oh, yeah. they're playing Matt baseball. Yeah. yeah, Matt Damon and Greg Kinnear, uh, uh, Siamese twins. That one of them's playing baseball, and Greg Kinnear's not paying attention, and he's doing a crossword, and he goes, yeah. uh, "What's a four letter word for snatch?" And Matt Damon goes, grab. And uh, Greg Kinnear goes, oh, I was way off. And he erases his thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I, 
I was like 10 or 11 when that trailer, when that movie came out, and I just never got that. And then like three years ago, I'm sitting at doing at work something, and that joke pops into my head, and I get it. And it was like I could just like imagine if my life was a movie, this would be like the oh, pitting yeah. together the final pieces of the puzzle. Like the camera slow zoomed on my face. I dropped what I was holding in my hand, and I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, I get it's like it. the end of the usual suspect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, he was thinking of a dirty word the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I... The cup just flips over and says "cunt" on the bottom <laughs> of the top. <laughs> oh man. Um. All right. So that's lightning bonus round. If you guys want to ask questions about other topics, you can go to readdistrict.com/slash/next to see what we're talking about and uh, submit your questions or comments about it. And that is all of the questions that we're going to get to today. And I really appreciate everybody who submitted. I'm sorry for people who you didn't. Uh, who we didn't get to them because it was just it was excellent. But now we're gonna close minor compliment. So small thing you're enjoying. One more recommend and disrecommend if you have it. Uh, thing you're enjoying uh, or not enjoying currently. Uh, we're gonna go in reverse order. So Caitlin, if you have one more, if you can do it, I'd love to get yours. Um, I love three billboards. I understand Ooh. if you don't. So I'm excited. Uh, I have not seen you... it yet either, but I'm interested. Uh, d- d- here, that's my recommendation. Go see it. And my uh, disrecommend is more philosophical. Uh, you're allowed to not like something, and it's still good. That's okay. So Ooh. go not like that movie, and it's still allowed to be good. How's that? Interesting. I don't. Wait. I hated In Bruges by the same director. I hated it. It's hmm. a good movie. I hated it. Huh. I really like Three Billboards. Let's see if we flip coins on that opinion. That's fine with me. Go see it and hate it. But that's okay. You're allowed to hate it. Interesting. All it's right. still good. Cool. Uh, my, I don't actually, I can't think of a disrecommend right now, which is weird because I usually have so many. Um, but I've just <laughs> been traveling and hanging out with family recently, so I have not a lot of things that I hate. Um, I uh, am currently enjoying Godless on Netflix. Uh, Jeff Daniels' Western. Real fun. Uh, real violent and beautiful. It sounds like none of you guys have watched it because you haven't jumped in yet. Nope. I want to. I want to see it. I like it. Uh, I'm enjoying it. But also, I uh, uh, I am really enjoying... My wife and I just started watching The Good Place on Anthony's uh, recommendation. Fuck you. That was going to be my... Was it really? Thought. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. It is... It's very good. Brilliantly written and very it's, funny. I am so much in, in love with this show right now. Yeah. Where are you on it? Uh, maybe six episodes in. Cool. Yeah. No, it's it's uh, it's one of the best shows on TV. It's so yeah, good. very good. It's Ted so Danson good. is is like a national resource that we we need to protect. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, he, him. He should never be allowed to travel at all. Uh, it's just too dangerous. Keep him yeah, in I one agree. place. Completely. <laughs> Completely. It's like the agree. Coke recipe, except just one person. Yeah. He I hope we're like Ginsburg. Just protect your own bubble wrap at all times. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's fine with me. They, he needs need... that contract that like Robert Patton had on the Twilight movies. You know, like can't ever ride a bike, can't be out in the sun for too long. <laughs> yeah. I love it. That was. Uh, I just want to throw out a soft recommend because yes. I looked out of the uh, little window I have in my office into my living room, and my sweet lady is rocking Paris is Burning, which is on Netflix. And oh. goddamn it, if you haven't seen Paris is Burning, you ha- are not living your life right. Hmm. So I've not seen if it. you made it to the end of this podcast, have you have an hour to spare. You have at least another hour and twenty eight minutes. Kaylin, I pump that in. I I don't think I'm living my life right. 
Honey, see it. Well, I, I will. I, you know, uh, man, you have also given me good recommendations. I I think this is a while back, but during the Bridgetown episode, you told me to watch Angie Tribeca, which I also really enjoy. Oh, God damn it. I love Angie Tribeca. It's so I love silly, it so much. And it's just a delight. And I uh, love silly shows like that. That's so yeah. I, I still am working my way through that, but I love it. Like, I love it. It's the, just fun to nibble on. It's gun. a delight. It is, I, that Pretty was what I, I, I put it on and like the first gag uh, of the series in the pilot, I was like, <laughs> Oh, I should save this for to watch with my wife because this is too fun. She's gonna love this gag. Oh man, it's all so it's, good. That's great. Uh, so I'll think of a disrecommend before the show's over. But uh, Stephen, you have to come up with another one because I said the good place. Uh, well, I'll start with the disrecommend, which is uh, the uh, I agree that just because you dislike something doesn't mean it's bad. But <laughs> something. Uh-huh. Uh, I I accidentally saw Blade Runner twenty forty nine in four D. Ooh. Uh, that's where they shake oh, shake the seats at yeah. you and they blow wind at you and water at yes. you and everything. That's it was the worst experience of my entire life. I just recommend that so strongly. Oh. If you like if you like that for some reason, you're you're I man, I I'll I'll be kicked off of the internet forever if I say yeah. the things I want to say about you. I there is no like no movie more like de- not designed for 4D no. than a slow, <laughs> contemplative, it's... not action movie. You, the <laughs> last scene, on. like you, you couldn't <laughs> hear anything because the fans were blowing so loud. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. That is pretty uh. funny. Um, oh man, that uh, definitely reminds me of a disrecommend. Though I want to say, I just thought of one, which is I. Uh, saw Star Wars the second time with my wife's family when I was visiting them in Salt Lake City, which I still loved more the second time. Even really big fan of this new Star Wars movie, um, but I want to. I couldn't disrecommend higher Megaplex Theaters uh, Jordan Commons, which um, is in Sandy, Utah, and I don't. I'm assuming you guys have never been, but uh, no, I mean I've been all over Utah, but no, so I haven't been. The Megaplex. I've been to Utah. It's I don't know. It's like 25 screens. Um, it is so it's, it's uncomfortably big for a movie theater. The the show times are difficult to figure out because there's like five different ways to see everything. There's three. There's regular three D. There's IMAX. There's a VIP thing, and there's like a semi VIP thing. There's different ticket levels in each screen, um, but the place is is huge, and it has um the it's a it's like a, a a mall food court when you first walk in. There's like fifteen different snack window uh type there's like but one's like a deli it looks like a mini city like it's very vegas feeling to me um, i'm sorry this is a disc recommend let me i know, I know. A sandwich it, while watching a movie it Go sounds ahead. great sounds great uh and ev- okay and imagine every one of those places was like every one of those little uh restaurants was the worst run restaurant you've ever been in um, and they don't have coffee and they only have 3.2 beer ah! yes yes okay uh yeah the coffee shop closed uh the, the beer uh <laughs> I don't know, there's probably not beer at this one i would guess i didn't see but like it took us 45 minutes to get to the front of a popcorn line in a place that had 12 popcorn locations um it the, the line to get your ticket scanned was very long and convoluted uh like it, it took us a very long time to find the screens because one through five are on the opposite side of the building from six through ten it it just feels like somebody was like, I want the biggest movie theater ever. Like, it felt like a prank. It felt like every moment of this place was like, we we built this thing that seems like it should work, but we did every detail wrong. It was just a nightmare. Man, I hated that. So this is for our Sandy <laughs> listeners. 
don't know. I just listener. I think to. listener <laughs> is the right way to phrase that. I just want. I just. I want someone now. Someone knows what I'm talking about. Is gonna be like, yeah, man, that place sucks. Um, we originally had been like, I had said I was gonna go pick up tickets earlier, and uh, my wife's family was like, no, you can't just pop in and out of that place. And I was like, I don't understand why you would say that it's a movie theater of course i can walk in and buy tickets and leave and it turns out no they were absolutely you can't just pop in it's a nightmare anyway a, yeah you're you're welcome one person um <laughs> where are we steven you got your disc recommend in do you have a recommend now oh yeah uh shit i just had one i, and stalled. I lost it uh da, 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 okay. uh yeah, uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, <laughs> um, uh, Five Hour Energy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, actually, here's an honest one. Uh, after this, so uh, the uh, it's a short animated movie called World of Tomorrow by Don Herzog. Oh yeah, that's it's, amazing. It's so mm. good. Uh, came out a couple years ago. He released a sequel. I think it was at Sundance this year or something. I think it was just released Vimeo on demand. So I'm planning on watching that sequel tonight. It's like 10, 15 minutes, but it's like honestly the mm. like probably the best. It's smart. It has a lot of heart. It's just so good. Really recommend it. World of Tomorrow. Awesome. All right, yeah. uh, Anthony, close us down. Um. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give one for Steven here. I. I am going to recommend Star Trek: The Next Generation. Yeah, uh, that's great the, too. You so guys. I. I have, and I'm going to disrecommend Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. Oh. Um, no, that's now, okay. now we have a show. No, oh, I. Uh, no, Christ, here's the I'm thing. So I'm so mad. I'm shaking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've I've always I've never been a big Star Trek guy. My my wife convinced she is a, she's been a, she's a fan though, and she convinced me to like I love the original series. I watched that since I was pretty young, but I've never seen anything really beyond that. So we started with Next Generation, and I got really into it, uh, and I think it's very good. And I want to get into Deep Space Nine, and I, I went and I watched the pilot of it, but because on like Netflix at least, uh, it's not remastered in HD, no, it's, it's still in standard definition. I, f- I feel like such a shitty snob, but I was like, I found it unwatchable. Like, yeah. the, like, <laughs> no, it's true. It's hard. The, especially, go, I mean, if it, it was like if we hadn't just gone through most of Next Generation, which looks amazing in its remastered. Yeah. Because um, it was all shot on film, and all, all they did was clean it up, and it looks incredible. Uh, uh, but Deep Space Nine was pretty rough. I don't know if I'd be able to, like go through all of it seen it yeah, just no, I, in that blurry bad special effects it, none of it, the bells and whistles they did for next generation here's what i'll say to you it, <laughs> it's it's taken me 20 years to get up to season five <laughs> like i i get it <laughs> That is it for our show, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I, this has been a, a real delight. We might try this again sometime. Uh, once yeah. I come up with a better name, then Pop Culture Quiz. Next week. <laughs> <laughs> Next week we're going to start Jantiquity, so I, I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, thank you to everybody who sent in questions, and I'm sorry we couldn't use all of them. Uh, and uh, if you want to help vote on topics for Jantiquity, go to redistrict.com slash buddies and become a meat buddy. That would be amazing. And thank you for being here at Anthony Lopez Part 2. Thanks for having me. Happy New Year, everyone. Yeah. Uh, at Carter Street 42. Happy New Year. Uh, see you on HQ. And at Robot Caitlin. Uh, Merry Christmas. 
Yeah. We say that. We say we don't say I Happy New Year's. We say Finally. Merry Christmas. I don't care about now. what holiday you like. <laughs> happy today. Whenever people, no matter what holidays, Happy Easter. No, no, no. We say Christmas now. <laughs> Christmas. Christmas just replaced the word holiday with that. Um, I don't even. Morning. You mean Merry Christmas? Oh, I'm just gonna go lay down on a sword. <laughs> I, I don't even. I don't even say Toyota Thon anymore. It's just Christmas. I'm very what dedicated. about Chrysler Harley sales I still sales say event. happy Honda days. Yeah, I do say Honda days. <laughs> uh, we'll be back in next week. Thank you, Thank you so much. Uh, uh, wait, 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 quick before you guys go. Yeah. Uh, bitch, bitch, bitch. Nice. Oh, good job. Yeah, well done. I'm so glad I got a, re- I got a recording of that. I'm going to make sure. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have some fun with that, Alex. <laughs>